to episode number 27 of Kicks at the Castle. It's a podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is John. I'll be your host, and I'm joined by the rest of the Kicks at the Castle team. We got Irv. Yo, what's popping? And we got Matt. Yo, yo, what's going on, everyone? Uh, this week, we are excited to be joined by chef extraordinaire Griffin Pyle. What's up, Griffin? How's it going, guys? What's up? Doing good, man. Uh, we got a great show planned this week. Uh, we've got our normal fit of the week feature. And then in World versus Land, we are going to be talking about park merch. In uh, Cheat Code, we are going to get into some tax changes that will affect reselling. And we're going to catch up with some trips on property. Irv's got another plant-based option of the week for you. And we're going to play a few games with Griffin before getting to know him better. But uh, why don't we jump into pickups first? Who wants to lead off this week? Should we all go at the same time? No, because I don't have it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe me and Irv. Irv doesn't have it. Oh, (laughs) damn. Nope. All right. Well, I'll start off. Jordan threes. Jordan three. Pine threes. Pine greens. Pine threes. Pine greens. Mm -hmm. So uh, apparently I'm the only one that has them. I actually got two pairs. This is size 11 and I have a size eight. So that's all I got. I paid more for shipping for mine than all three of your guys together. (laughs) Combined. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I meant to do like the two day shipping and I didn't. So Mm -hmm. I, I still got regular shipping. So. But yeah, they're supposed to get here tomorrow. No, but quality on this is really, really nice. Like the suede, or the this is actually new book. Is it new book? I was gonna say I thought. Yeah, the new book is is really nice. Um, I didn't really get a chance to get a closer look at the QC. QC is actually really good on this pair. Paint I've heard is a really lot good. Of them good. Actually, no, paint is actually kind of sloppy right here. <laughs> you guys can see that right there. Oh yeah. See oh the, yeah. Someone didn't yeah. color in the lines. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, overall, this is pretty clean pair. Nice man! Nice. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm wear the shit out of those. I'm gonna wear those like <laughs> those are gonna be your new beaters to the party. Yeah, can, can, can yeah, you man. wear can you wear the new buck in the rain, Irv? We'll find out. <laughs> nah, man, put some Crep Protect or some Jason yeah, Mike. Good, exactly. New buck is actually the. I would say like one of the best to do in the rain. I thought the tumble Wait. leather kind of held up pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, leather is leather is good. Yeah. yeah. The ring. It's just suede. That's what you gotta right. be careful for. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So that it for you this week, Matt? Quite weak. Quite weak. Mm. But let's just say Nike was very well to me this week. So oh, you got some week, you got some stuff coming. I got some stuff coming. All right. Next week will be good. All right. Um, All right. Well, let's jump into Irv. I, I I've been waiting. Irv teased everybody in the store today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So um yeah, I got my babies in. Oh, special box. Special box. God, you know what I mean? Beautiful. The pattern box. Love for all. And um, I was trying to figure out like when I first saw these shoes, and it was July 25th. And I was like, bruh, these are fucking dope. And mm-hmm. um, shout out to L Doggy, so savvy coming through on the assist, man, because I definitely had missed out because I was slow on the trigger. But here we go, man. Um, I'm excited about these. Oh, they're nice. Those are gorgeous. Dang. Listen, the feel on this. How is the quality compared (laughs) to, like, other Air Max ones? All right, so that's why I got got one over here because I wanted to do that. So that's the um, colorway. 
So is that the bracelet bag in the inside the shoe? This is the there? bracelet bag. Or is that an anklet? You're gonna wear that? I'm, I am gonna wear it. I'm gonna like wear an anklet it. Or is it I'm gonna wear it as an anklet. <laughs> yes, sir. The way it was made to be worn. Um, got the extra laces on here. I'm gonna switch these out probably too. So what do you got? Cream cream laces? Yeah, but these laces aren't white. You can see they kind of like a dark gray that matches mm -hmm. the upper. Okay. That's clean, bro. Yeah, man. Um, Tongue tag says powder. Yeah, pat on the tag, um, on the sole too, but I hadn't took the cushion nothing out. We got pat on the sole. Um, I'm extremely, extremely satisfied. I mean, yeah, I, I've been watching these shoes for almost six months now, right? And to hold them feels surreal. Um, that yeah. mud guard's just so different. Right, it's, it's, it's so dope. I don't know, you know, who designed it and who thought of it. And I don't know how they got to this end product, even like, you know, with the bottom being like that kind of dark age yellow, like I don't know, rest. It's a very cold pair. It was, it's dope, man. If I can get a pair of the Monarchs, then I'll, I'll be a happy camper. But um, yeah, and the QC looks dope, like I expected. I don't really see. I, I don't see anything bad about it, man. I, I might put these on tomorrow. All right, there you go. <laughs> nice. There you see. Yeah, those. I think those might be the second best pair that Pata's done with the Air Max One, other than like the multicolored like pinks and the purple and the blues. Yeah. Um, those are hands down the best Air Max One ever, like easily. I can agree with that. Uh, Irv, so that's it. Other than what you got in transit. Yeah, that's it, man. I'm waiting on my my Jays to come. That's all I got so far. All right, Griffin, man. How about you? Anything? Anything new? Uh, nothing new like this week, but I figured since I'm on, I'll show you like the most recent stuff I've picked up. Go. Um, yep. so I, I'm also a big fan of Air Max. So I saw Ooh, these, nice. they're like a purple, um, purple bullet, I think is what they're called or something like that. Um, Air Max 97 is one of my favorite shoes. It's just a really clean colorway. Um, it's just a GR. I think they're still sitting on Nike's website, but for the most part, like all the paint and everything on them looks really good. Like the QC is good on them. Um, no complaints. They're 97s. They're comfortable. You can wear them to the parks and your feet are not going to hurt that bad after the end of the day, after a couple hours. I uh, also, when the super turfs released, mm -hmm. I got, had to get these shout out to Matt for the assist on these. These are like one of the sneakers of the year. I think um, just as far as like quality and comfort goes, you know, Jiminy on the, Chimney on the tongue, on all the, the tongue. details. It's just Sean did a great job on these. So love these shoes. I wore them today. And then I am pretty big into like Disney vintage. So I saw this on Depop uh, for like 50 bucks. So I saw it. Animal Kingdom is my favorite part. So I had to scoop it up. So opening um, crew. Yeah. So this is like from 98. This jacket's older than I am. Uh, and it's just the detailing on the the stitching is incredible, so super excited to get it. 98, bro. What year were you born? Brad, I just That's what I like to tell everybody. Every Disney park in uh, Florida is older than I am. It's only by six months. It's only by six months. Um, okay. I'm October 98, so. I was going to uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me um, before 2000s, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ready for it to get colder um so i can put something on with that and get a get some good picks in the park with that so that's all i got nice well i got a few things came in this is a pickup for my daughter i got the uh super earths i think they're pretty darn cool 
Got those the black bear with the all the strings hanging off of them. You think she's gonna cut those? You know, I could I could see her cutting them even with the bottom of the the outsole, mm-hmm. um, just so she's not stepping on them. But you know, it's not like it rains out here, so it's not like you should be dragging them in the mud. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see what she thinks of them. Old no till Christmas, and then uh, of course mm-hmm. Red Croctober. Croctobers. <laughs> this is a big shoe. This thing is big. Jesus. Um, I actually sent the guys a picture of me wearing them, and these are comfy as hell. <laughs> like, like these are comfy as hell, and I'm I'm almost wishing I got the ochre pair because I think that that might be. A little easier for a 50-year-old man to pull off. <laughs> but I'm uh I'm thinking about keeping these bad boys. <laughs> Those are cool. They, they are so comfy. They are they are I'm so telling cool. you guys, like, yeah. This is Vermilion. the most comfortable. I don't know what Lauren's talking about. He's saying that they're not as comfortable. They are freaking comfy. <laughs> I just can't see myself wearing those. It's just especially in florida when it rains i know that you wear them rice and you pull them off and you but like i don't know there's something about them i just i don't know if i can pull them off i i like guarantee them. your your mind's gonna change as soon as you put them on <laughs> they're hella comfortable size up guys uh, um okay they're only even sizes so go up um i'm a 12 those are 13s they fit perfect they're not loose at all they fit good so i got a package from our good friend taylor at fantasy feelings Got one of the new uh, seasonal drops that she's got, Cars, Cars Land. So uh, going to be in the parks this weekend, get a little content for her. Although I, our friend Adrian OG is in the parks today, and he says that Cars Land has not begun the conversion to the holiday yet. I guess they they just got rid of the Halloween stuff. They haven't started putting up the Christmas, so we'll see if it's there. So I, I think it's a super cool shirt. Um, basically, it's the look down the main street of cars land and it's a black tee with all red all red writing on it i did have a couple other pickups this week didn't tell the guys because i wanted them to know that uh, it is official i am now a uh, walt disney world pass holder i have an credit pass there you go oh nice (laughs) i am the owner of an credit pass um i also booked an airbnb for june 14th through july 21st there we oh. go. So I will be seeing you guys nice, for man. sure this summer. I am locked oh, in. Yeah. I am definitely locked in. Um, so like I told you guys know I'm coming next month. Um, actually I had to pay for that too. It was it was an expensive week. I had to, but I tell you what, when you take those tickets off of uh and the memory maker off the you know the Walt Disney Resort, man, what the hotel bill wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, and that was the other thing is that like the memory maker for three days was 169 bucks. And she said when I get there. I can just go to guest relations and add it to my ticket for 105 and that'll be good for the whole year. So that's not yeah. bad. So pretty happy about that. Save a little bit of money that way. But yeah, the, 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 after, after taking all the tickets off the December stay, it was like nothing. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to, we're going to start looking at spring break, see if we can lock something up, figure if, as long as we got the pass now, try to try to maximize it. But uh, anyway, yeah, we'll be driving out in uh, July in uh or june looking forward to seeing you guys so uh anyway that's it for my pickups not not that that's not enough that's plenty um (laughs) let's jump into fit of the week Uh, every week we uh, pick a post where we were tagged or someone's used the hashtag kicks at the castle and this week it was rubes which is ruby and she was at uh 
Monsters Inc. ride in DCA with the, the Adidas Superstar Monster Shoes and the matching Loungefly Mike Wazowski bag. Pretty, pretty dope fit. She was in front of the big door right at the right entrance. Dope pick. Thanks for uh, tagging us in that. If you want to be featured, use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle uh, on your Disney Fit Picks in park or not. All right, so let's get into land versus world. Each week we pick a landmark or aspect of Walt Disney World Resort or Disneyland and try to decide which one has it better. So this week we're going to talk about park merch. Who wants to t- who wants to tee it up this week? Irv, you got to get strong. You're not really a park merch guy, so actually I want to hear what you got to say. Well, you know what? Um, when I was really thinking about it, I don't really have much of an opinion. Um, I really don't have much of an opinion, man. I think I've seen some stuff that you guys get over there that I was like, oh, bro, I would like to have over here. But I've never seen anything that I was like, bro, they really like killing us on the merch. Um, and plus, like, y'all prices are pretty high usually, too. So that kind of. Aren't they the same? I don't think so. Are they the same? I, I don't know. I think with like sales tax and stuff, maybe it's higher in California. But, but yeah, I, I really don't have um much of an opinion, no bro, opinion. honestly. All right. No. Yeah, I'm going to have to say the same. I mean, maybe it's just because I don't, I'm not much of a fan or I don't really buy as much, uh, I guess, park merch. But I mean, when it comes to like, I guess, like certain holidays like Halloween or Christmas or they're all pretty much the same. Like you guys have your own thing. We guys have our own thing. You guys have Disneyland merch. We have Walt Disney World merch. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, the 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 vintage vault stuff um i don't even know if that's even considered park merch but um i'm gonna have to say a draw really? <laughs> so you guys you guys have the wonderground gallery out there yeah. i don't even know what that is okay so it's like they have the, uh, like uh, different artists do stuff um we've got a store in uh there's actually a store in downtown disney there's a store at the beginning of disneyland where you go in right next to mr lincoln's theater and then there's another one in DCA and they've actually got some some very different stuff Um, my wife's a big fan of that stuff but uh, I I agree with you guys the it's very similar stuff so really it's really dependent on the branding and I'm looking at it and it's like you guys got that little d and we got the fancy d so I mean who who wouldn't want the fancy d that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) as far as like merch goes like I agree. Both parks don't do it very well. Um, like straight up the Disney stuff that comes out like nowadays, most of it isn't very good. It's very like copy paste kind of like it's, it's exactly what you guys said where it's on both coasts. It's the same stuff, but I think like potential wise Walt Disney world has it hands down just cause it's like, we've got four parks. We've got countless more rides than Disneyland. Well, and I, I agree because so with, with some of that, because I, I think like the Yeti merchandise at, mm-hmm. at Everest at that ride, I think that's really good. Yeah. And I, I think you guys should do more of that. Although like, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know that the Pandora merchandise flies off the shelf. I mean, I, I don't, I certainly wouldn't like want to do it like that, but yeah. like, you know, like Disneyland, we've got Cars Land and I think they merchandise that very well. Um, so it's really, it's really a matter of maximizing those, you know, those unique things. And, you know, I don't, I don't see a ton of it. I just feel like you said, it feels like you guys get it and it's got Walt Disney World Resort and we get it and it says Disneyland Resort. And they don't, they don't put enough into it. And I, I, I think it's disappointing. And, I'll, and I, again, I look at a lot of that stuff because my wife does buy the park merch. So I see yeah. it. Um, and, and I agree with Matt that 
it's always seasonal. Like that's like the Halloween stuff. My wife's mm-hmm. all over it. The Christmas stuff, she's going to be all over it. The regular everyday stuff, not so much. I'm just going to go back to fancy D. That's, 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 that's going to carry the day. <laughs> I want to say like, sometimes like Disney world will sell like Disneyland merch and like, we'll put the Disney world tag on it. Cause I think I have a, an Everest shirt that ha- with a Disneyland tag on it. Oh, yeah. like was the, it a Matterhorn shirt? Just... <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. No, I've never, I've never seen any Matterhorn merch. I mean, I've seen the mountain on some shirts with other icons from the park, but like, you know, they don't, you know, we don't have it like you guys have that gift shop as you go out of Everest. So, you know, we don't really have that. You know, I think, I think that, I think that's something that was been developed. And, you know, now when they put nice rides in that they, they figure out how to put that store right at the exit point. Vintage and like small shop stuff. Cause I think they do it better. Yeah. It's, it's a better price point. Vintage stuff is more unique. Um, and like small shop stuff is, just cooler than most of what disney well that's just it. quality i mean none of us want to buy a shirt and wear it to the parks and see you know 20 guys wearing the same exactly thing. i mean yep. that's yeah if I, or if, i don't know man you're not even a huge disney shirt guy right i mean you yeah not not in particular man i might have like four disney shirts um yeah bro i don't know that's just not really i don't know I, I never really got into it, and it's not really my thing. I would just rather have a random T-shirt on. So to sometimes to pay like forty-five dollars for a T-shirt, bruh, because they got Mickey Mouse on it, I I get forty-five. You know, what I mean, it's I mean, small shops kind of different. I get forty bucks to a homie for a shirt, but like forty dollars, forty-five dollars, fifty dollars, even thirty-five dollars for a shirt, you're gonna see thirty other guys in before you walk out of there, bruh. Okay, good on that. Uh, for sure. All right, I, I, I guess I'll I'll I'll, I'll say it's kind of a draw. They they could do better. I think I think we could agree that the both places could do better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can. Do you guys have Disney style? So let's jump into cheat code. Um, each week we come up with some trips and ticks to help you out with your park trips or sneaker cops. And this week I thought maybe we'd uh, just jump into the tax code changes starting uh, at the beginning of next year. Um, everybody aware of what's going to happen with the reselling? I had to look it up because I had no yeah, idea what was going on. Yeah, so and I resell too. <laughs> so basically, what happened is I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little reading because I took some notes. The American Rescue Plan Act um, was a 1.9 trillion dollar bill passed to, for pandemic relief, and in it, it had some tax reforms, obviously to help generate revenue to pay for said relief. Currently, the threshold for places like eBay, Etsy. StockX, Goat, Mercari, Depop, all those places, it was 20,000 or more and at least 200 transactions. Um, they're changing it to 600 bucks. So that means if you flip two medium Jordans, you're probably going to be over the limit. And you're going to get a 1099. So that's pretty much everyone. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you, so, yeah. <laughs> like if you hit a couple of shoes on sneakers every year. Yeah, uh, like and and if it's not something you want to keep for yourself, yeah, you'll hit six hundred bucks, like nothing. Easy. Easy, and that's in sales too. That's sales. That's yeah. gross receipts. Yeah, yeah, that's that, just, yeah. That, that is. That's not receipts. how much profit you're making. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, two shoes for three hundred. Right. So here's the thing. Technically, you're already obligated to pay taxes on said sales. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they're not changing what's taxable. What they're changing is eBay is now going to report you, so they're going to be looking for it on your return. And I, I looked in there and it said, uh, 
you know, I mean, basically it's a $2 billion industry and, you know, they're looking, you know, so they're looking for ways to raise revenue and who wouldn't want to cut a 2 billion, no matter what it might be. I mean, so, Uncle Sam, yeah, Uncle Sam just said. Uncle, Uncle Joe, man, Uncle Joe. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get his though, you gotta yeah. get it. So anyway, so what you need to do is if you're going to, if you're going to do reselling, when you buy a pair of shoes, print that receipt out. If it's online, just print it, throw it in a box. When you sell it, print the invoice, throw it in a box. I keep a spreadsheet on mine. So I know what, when I, like, I just want to know how many pairs of shoes I bought this year. So, I mean, so yeah. I kind of have it. And if I sell them, I'll move it to a different, a different page. Um, so I already track it just cause I'm a nerd. Um, but if you're, you know, I think I was talking to my wife, I'm like, I don't know if I want to deal with the hassle of the paperwork yeah. because my taxes already have a lot of crap going on. It's already, it's just one extra thing you have to do. I just don't know if I want, I don't know if it means that much to me. I mean, I like getting the shoes. I like checking them out. I mean, that's the whole thing. I don't like how people buy shoes now because I'm a tactile. I want to hold it, look at it, you know, whether I want to buy it or not, I like to check it out. I mean, it's shoe. like the foam runners, you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I want to keep them or not, but man, they're, they're freaking awesome. But I wouldn't have known that if I wouldn't have, you know, Got entered them. a raffle for them. Yeah, so right. I just don't know. I want to deal with it. So uh, that, you know, my, uh, my participation in shoe raffles might be deeply diminished next year, but again, you know, you get one, hit one good shoe, you know, you hit a, a Travis or something like that. You're going to, you're going to hit that 601 transaction. So, I mean, yep. maybe, maybe Instagram story sales are going to be the way to go going forward. I mean, who knows? Exactly. So that's what I was thinking. I was, cause I, I wrote it down. Like when I was looking it up, I, I said to myself, I was like, okay, so like eBay, uh go stock x all those places like obviously they're gonna they're gonna like let everybody or let the government know that you're doing it but it's like is that gonna be the same like so if i go to like an in-store place and i say hey i have these shoes i'm gonna sell them to you then is like because they're not gonna report it you wouldn't think so i think it's gonna lead more people down that way or you know like what that's good does point. where he sells it on ig yeah well then because i mean you're when you go that route you're basically pawning it so yeah. i mean what about pawn shops yeah. So it's like, I, I think it'll lead, and it, this is the part about it. I like, I think it'll lead more people to go sell to a, a local place. So it'll help boost the local business. And I think that's what they're trying to like push for. Um, is yeah. Cause those people are already paying boost. taxes. That, exactly. that, that local resale shop they, has got a, is already paying. So from that aspect, I like it because it means more people will go support local businesses. And I think that's big, especially in the sneaker like industry um with sneakerheads and stuff like that it's it's good to like go out and it, it for me it's helpful the same as john it's like i have the shoe in hand it means it like i can i can see it like i see a shoe on sneakers app i see a shoe on StockX, and it's it's a shoe i can't like visualize it until i have it like in my hand so yeah like what's the quality like all that you want to see it. exactly yeah yeah it's crazy how the phrase looks better in hand has become such a thing when Right, you should just go to the store and buy the shoe. And now it's yeah. like, you know, there's really two different types of things. Like, oh, bro, it looks straight on my phone. Uh, it looks good in hand. Like, exactly. that's even the crazy aspect to even think of. Yep. What I read in the article, too, is, um, which is what I'm going to do soon, is basically if you are planning to resell, like, full-time reseller, or I guess part-time, I guess I'm part-time, but um, <laughs> get an LLC and just write everything off. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, for me, it was like, I guess there's a couple of levels that I, for me, it would be considered a hobby because it's not something that I do yeah. regularly or making significant amount of money. Um, but if you're actually at the level where it's a business 
I want to say that there's actually a self-employment tax. And so you certainly wouldn't want to hit the level where you're paying that. Because I actually looked, CNN had an article on it too. It wasn't necessarily fo- focused on sneakers, but it was focused more on eBay. Um, but it had it had some interesting stuff on there. And, and the other the other thing is I probably when I go have my taxes done, I'll probably talk to my accountant about it. And I mean, like I said, it, it, the amount I sell is it's not that much. It really isn't, you know, in the grand scheme of what I got going on. So you know, that's the other thing that I got because <laughs> every year they always ask about uh, cryptocurrency because that's always a pain in the butt. So I, I, cause I actually am thinking about getting to that. So that's another headache. So that might, that might be, I might be putting my money in crypto instead of sneakers next year. Honestly, I think some stores now, like, like some resale shops, they accept Bitcoin. Yeah. That's crazy. And crypto. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Kaji's big into it. I've actually messaged, messaged him a couple of times about it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's Maybe it. That'll be a different Chico. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll get I don't into know that. anything about that. As soon as I learned, well, dude, it's blowing up right now. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, get it all you can. can right. Yeah. I got some Ethereum like a year ago. At like yeah. 26. Yeah. Nice. Well, I didn't know what I was good. doing. I just got in and been chilling. So I'm just chilling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just hold, don't let go of Ethereum. Yeah, that's 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 the plan. I mean, I don't even look at it no more, bro. It's just there. You just gotta buy a little bit every month, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's uh let's catch up with uh trips on property with trips and drips. It's Matt, man. I, I noticed in your story you uh you you were outside today. I was, but we'll backtrack. So Monday went to studios. I got to work early. So decided to go to studios before they closed. I wore the Air Jordan 1 Court Purples. When we got there, uh, we went, we did a walk up for sci-fi, which was pretty dope because literally it, it said it was going to be like a 40 minute wait. But then within like 15 minutes, our, our table was ready, which was, was really dope. Me and my girlfriend shared a turkey sandwich with a milkshake. And we got the cronut and ice cream for dessert, which was everything was just so good. And I don't, I haven't been there in like years, but when we went that night, like it seemed like really like quiet. It was kind of weird. Um, weird. I mean, it was nice that it was quiet, but it was, it was like weird. Cause like you would think that like when you go to a restaurant, it's like all loud and like everyone's talking and stuff, but it was really quiet, but it was cool. And then after that, we went on, on rise Honestly, it was pretty much a walk-on. I was gonna um, ask about the way. Surprisingly, way. yeah. And um, after that, we just walked over to to Tower um, Sunset Boulevard and just looked at the the projections and the lights, which was really cool. And then went home. And then yesterday we went to Epcot just for dessert. Like we literally got a reservation at La Hacienda, and we got the 50th anniversary dessert. It's at both, I forgot what the other one is called inside the Mexico Sun Pavilion. Hill. Yeah, that one. Um, but both of them have this dessert, which is this dessert was freaking insane. Like, first of all, let me just start off. It is $34. So it is a big <laughs> dessert. Like, if you go, just make sure you go with like group people because yeah, me and my girlfriend could not finish it. We took it home, but um, yeah, it was it, it was a lot, but it was basically a, it's called the Chocolate Fiesta Pyramid. The description says a festively decorated chocolate pyramid filled with Mexican chocolate mousse and toffee on top of a tres leches cake with ice cream. It was honestly 10 out of 10. 
it was worth every penny. Uh, me and my girlfriend didn't finish it, but I mean, we took the rest home. I mean, not the ice cream, of course, but it was <laughs> honestly so good. It was so good. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, that's it. Griffin, man, how about you? You, I know, I know you get on property to, to work. When's the last time you? Yeah, I was gonna say every day is on property for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but today, so today I was off and I went to Magic this morning um just to walk around i was there for like an hour i like i do that more than i do anything i don't go for like these long park days i'm just like not burnt out is that's the wrong word but it's like just i don't want to go spend a day at the park when it's i mean it's cooler now but when it's like 90 degrees out not it like most of the time i go i don't even like i don't get on rides i like i'll watch like i'll people watch that's what i like doing more than anything or i'll walk around the shops and see what's new and just like walk around and look at everything um so i was over there for like an hour and then we have a trip planned for sunday we're going to epcot um um because it's a race weekend this weekend so my dad is running the the like all three races doing five to ten and a half um so we're going to la cellier to celebrate because he he loves that place like ever since i started working there that's his favorite place to go eat honestly i will like defend la cellier against all the canadians saying that it's not good that they don't have good food save um, it save it that's down i got that down later on man. <laughs> i'm just like i every i heard lawrence and everybody else all the canadians you have on how they did like smack talking i always listen when i'm at work um well, so, you notice you notice that none of them have actually eaten there, but they got all. That's the food. thing. I'm like, how are you gonna like? <laughs> if you base it off of the uh, Canada booth that we have up during the festivals, that food is not good. Do not get me wrong; like that food is not an accurate representation of what we have. And John can back that up too. John, John, word of mouth. No, Griffin cooked me. A I great still have job. yet to eat there, yeah. but you would you say it's the best steak on property? It. I. I've had. A couple of steaks on property, I would say hands down it's the best. I had and I'm probably biased saying well, that. I, so but. I had filet mignon at La Cellier. I had it at Be Our Guest, and I had it at uh, Tapanito. And I will, and I, I also had. I think I had it. No, was it a filet? It was no. I got I got a prime rib at the other place. It was the best of the three. I, I actually, it, I wouldn't recommend getting it at Tapanito because they overcooked it. It was it was super overcooked. And that's but that's because they cut it, and they yeah. they left it on way too long. Um, and they really cut it up. We have plant based options too. We have really good plant based stuff. <laughs> and like I'm not vegan. I'm not plant based. I'm none of that. I've never been that. But I will eat everything that we have that's plant based. It's that good. So you and the family can come eat there too, <laughs> and you can yeah, defend the cellier along with everybody else. <laughs> I've tried out, man. I, I, I haven't eaten there before, and that's like one of the plans to eat everywhere, bro. So I definitely want to go there one day. All right, Irv, how about you, man? You know, property this week? Um, yeah. The day before Halloween, Saturday, we went to um Epcot just to watch the fireworks, watch harmonious. We before we got there, though, we ended up we were going to eat on the boardwalk, but the kids wanted to go to the community center, so we went there, and they like stayed there for like thirty minutes just coloring and. Watching the same thing they could have watched at the house, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, we did that, and I said we walked over to Epcot and we pretty much just tried to get a good spot and we just watched Harmonious Man. You know, it's good. I don't know, I don't know what to tell anybody who said it's not good, who's on the defense about it. 
this is my second time watching it and um i like it bro it's good all the music is good the show is good um the barges though ugly in the daytime they definitely do what they're supposed to do you know what i mean like i like this show bro um but that's all we did saturday and then today we went to animal kingdom and oh so like this morning, I'm like, bro, I'm going to get another pair of patterns, right? So I did like 90% of my work before like 6 o'clock. I got all my shit together, sitting there. Anybody called me, you know, I sent an email, whatever, whatever. So like 10 o'clock come, you know, I didn't hit again. And then they had another one at 11. So, you know, me and Tab were going to go to Adam Kingdom. And I'm like, well, I want to do it on the laptop, man. Laura say you ain't going to get it doing it on the phone. Let me do it on the laptop. So I did on the laptop. Of course, I still didn't fucking hit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like um, that happened. So we ended up leaving the house. And by the time we get, I had to stop by Target. By the time we get to Animal Kingdom, man, we had like two hours for us time to pick up the kids. So I really wanted to just um, watch Festival of the Lion King. And we're supposed to eat at Nomad Lounge. Um, go see Festival of the Lion King. We had a walk up for Nomad Lounge. We missed the walk up call while we're in Festival of the Lion King. Mm-hmm. We get out, the latest like it's another 40 minutes. I'm like, I'm looking at the watch, I'm looking at what time it is. So we end up not even getting able to eat. Um, so my shoe dream cost me my lunch today, but outside of that. Um, yeah, and, and Tab was pretty mad about it too, bro. She was a little, she was a little upset, and rightfully so. And I I, I kept this here all morning for nothing. So <laughs> But yeah, those my trips. Oh, I don't want to eliminate today. I undiest them. I had them for like four months, bruh. And I finally wore them today since I got a new pair of Air Max. So uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out what shoes you had on. I saw that pic you put up there. Yeah, eliminate. Good man. Looking I thought they were the new man. Travis's at first. I was like, <laughs> isn't that colorway mad similar? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Look like P a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> today was the uh Today was the Travis Scott softball game. So they had like, there was a bunch of people. Yeah. They had like the Travis Scott sneakers turned into like softball cleats. So like mm-hmm. Travis was wearing the brown Air Max ones. Uh, Sheck West had on the air trainers that um, they haven't like put official images out about yet. That's a shoe for John. That might be the Travis Scott he might actually wear. Oh, the, the trainer? Yeah. Yeah. Those look clean. Oh, I'll be, I'll go for those. Doesn't mean I'll hit them, but I'll go for them. So I got up there Saturday. I went to went to Disneyland. We kind of we had a plan for a while. Um, actually, got there early. Wife wanted to do some shopping in, in uh, World of Disney actually before we went to parks, which is very unusual for us. As we were walking in, we noticed they had the sign said "Special Event Tonight, Tickets Available." And I'm like, "Well, usually, you know, they the the signs are always up when they have uh, Oogie Boogie Bash, so you know, it's not that's pretty typical." But generally, it says sold out. Well, well that's that's interesting. So we went to World of Disney, did our thing, and she got a freaking huge bag full of Christmas present stuff to to send uh, send around. So I'm like, I'm not lugging this all day. So I I'm like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go catch the shuttle, go back to the car, put this in the trunk, and come back and meet you in the park. So she got in the park, um, hung out. I think she, um, I think she's I think she got some popcorn and uh, found the Dapper Dan's or something was hanging out. And uh, I went to the went went back to the car, came back. And that sign was there again. Man, I'm gonna go to the ticket booth. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if they got tickets because we had such a good time. I told you guys we had a really good time, and uh, I also told you that if we didn't have the kids, we'd have done it completely different. So I over there jump in line and I asked the lady, and like she's like, "Oh, we're sold out for today." And I go for for Oogie Boogie Bash. She's like, "Oh no, so that's all we have. So there's no park tickets, you know, for either park. 
you know, so I'm like, okay, well, there's probably 50 people in line. I mean, they had eight windows going. It wasn't like it was a ridiculous line. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, well, I don't want to wait in line if you guys are sold. Are, are you, do you have enough Oogie Boogie Bash tickets? It's just like, well, so we had 500 a little bit ago. So probably have enough. So I just got in line. I figured, you know what? If I get to the front, they got them as meant to be. And uh, it was meant to be. So uh, that was an expensive, <laughs> that was an expensive surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and honestly, I would have worn different shoes because I wore the uh, Jordan One Shadow 2.0s. And uh, if I'd have known I was going for a, you know, 12, 14 hour day, I would have definitely gone with something else because <laughs> my, my feet were killing me at the end of the day. Oh, uh, that was the night where uh, you took those photo pass pictures and they didn't take pictures of your shoes. I took, we took photo pass. We took, we did it three different places. We did it over by, uh, uh, over by the, the pier we did it at the the magic key area and then we did it uh with mickey mickey and minnie and uh, they cut my feet off on everything i see it's that uh it's that adidas and disney collabs yeah. <laughs> they, they saw you had the jordans they're like we can't it's against the we can't yeah. it's, it's legal yeah <laughs> but um so it's kind of funny so i was i texted my wife I'm like hey i got the Oogie boogie bash tickets i'm coming to the park she's like well hurry up i'm in line at haunted mansion <laughs> and i'm like oh shit and she's like, she's like i'm on the porch i'm like oh man how am i gonna cut through that whole line so i get up the i get up to the haunted mansion i go to the fast pass line or the the das return line and i said hey can i come up this way my wife's waiting for me on the porch my uh my you know, my nephew was crying so i had to take him to, to my sister you know just kind of super believable lie and they said oh yeah sure go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so they let me go up there my wife was right there on the porch so i didn't have to i didn't have to fight through the line so uh yeah man we got uh did the mansion as always um of course step two is always uh going going to eat when we're over there because it was getting late so we went we did we went to cargo bay again um i did not get the uh impossible meatballs or i went i went with the uh the chicken tippyip, which my wife always likes, and I wasn't that thrilled with that either. It was a little dry. I was a little dry. Um, but the mac and cheese was good. I was I was all about that. Went over to Buzz and Irv is the it's the probably the lowest score I ever got and still made Galactic Hero. I was like, I gotta buy like <laughs> gotta buy like four thousand. I didn't even I didn't even print the picture off of the when I saw it. <laughs> a shame. But I knew it was going to be close. Like I was going to the last good target and there was a triangle there. And I'm like, I looked at, I, I glanced down. I'm like, shit, I need to hit this thing 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that's exactly how many times I hit it. <laughs> so uh, what else did I, we, so I went over and did the, the shooting uh, exposition, exposition. Uh, is your guys free now? It is free. Ours is still 50 cents. I mean, it, it was worth it though. I had a good time. I hadn't done that in a long time. I haven't done that in <sighs> Years. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever done that. Well, that was fun. I mean, was, yeah, I had a good time. I, I enjoyed it. It was 50 cents well spent. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, just trying to do some different stuff. Um while I was over there, I grabbed a spicy pickle for myself and a Mickey pretzel for my wife. So uh headed over, did the jungle cruise, um, got the churro cookie, which and again, that was a that's something I hadn't had in a while. It's basically a sugar cookie with like the cinnamon swirl frosting on top of it, which gave it the taste of a churro was uh which was damn good we hopped over grabbed a regulator that's like my dc i can't go to dca and not get a regulator now that's you guys get you guys got it when you come over you, you got to hit that man did dinner at flows we uh want to make sure that we eat, ate before the party started so we wouldn't be bogged down with that had the uh slow and low club which was good and uh 
So for the Boogie Boogie Bash, we did it exactly backwards of how we did it before because we actually missed a couple of tree trails. And then some of the ones that we hit, it was really late. So we went backwards, did the ones we did late, did them early. Um, we saw the first parade, um, just had a massive bag of candy. I can't even tell you. I was going to weigh it and I didn't. It was it was like one of the medium recycle bags that you get from Disney. And the, the dang thing was, it was full. I was like, my shoulder was hurting from carrying it around with so much candy. <laughs> so, and I, we gave it all the way the next night. Your nephew? No. <laughs> you're treated, man. You're treated, man. He finally picked him back up. He stopped crying. Phantom <laughs> <laughs> nephew. So, yeah, no, man, we, 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 had all, we, we had so much candy left over from the first Oogie Boogie Bash. So uh, my house was a good place to come. And the other thing is my wife works at the school nearby. So if she recognized the kids, she has to, you know, give them a handful instead of just, <laughs> you know, but uh, anyway, worked out good. Looking forward to this weekend. Um, they opened up some more reservations. I was able to grab a reservation. From the, um, so feels like as bad as the reservation situation is out here, you know, when you get to within a week of, you know, the weekend, you know, that next weekend, they'll like Monday or Tuesday, they've been opening them up. Um, Miguel looks quite frequently and he'll, you know, we start messaging each other um, when it gets close. So, you know, I'm glad you guys don't have to worry about that because it really sucks out here. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, unless you're blocked out, I mean, pretty much you're, you're good. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, so like when I was buying that in credit pass, my wife was like, well, are we going to be able to go? And I'm like, I go, man, the guys tell me we can go every day. So, you can yeah you can book now can you how far out can you book your reservations like know, all months. the way through next year <laughs> really Is it? well yeah. you only get you only get five though right yeah <laughs> so if you book all the way next year and you already booked your five you can't book anything else yeah right well See, look, after, after we go in december we'll probably look at spring break and i'll probably book five days in for spring break something like that but nice. uh, anyway let's uh let's jump into dms we uh Got a couple, uh, got a couple there I put on the list um, from Hazard, Hazard Slayer wants to know, do you guys have passes to other parks and what are y'all's favorite roller coasters? So uh, let's other parks. I mean, I know Matt Alter Ego is the universal hype beast, but uh, are you, are you a pass holder over there? I used to be not anymore. Cause I'm paying for my, for my pass and I'm paying for my girlfriend's pass too. So that's all I can afford right now. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't do the season pass for the Hollywood Horror Nights or any of that stuff? Nah, I didn't even go this year. How about you, Irv? Um, no, we, we're just Disney. The kids want to go. They kind of ask about Universal, but like, I don't know. I'm not going to buy five more passes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Griffin? You, uh, you have I, I have a pass for Universal. Um, I don't go like a ton. It's not <clears throat> like that. It's not super pricey, but if you have like the uh disney ap i i could could definitely see why like you would just stick with that because it's you get like more parks and everything and so especially like if you have kids it's it's a lot more makes a lot more sense to just do that but yeah i've got the universal pass i go a couple times like a month or so like once or twice so i i like it um i have a pass to the san diego zoo um it's actually not expensive at all Um, and it's actually a cool thing to do in the evenings. Um, you go down, it's one of those things where you go down and have dinner and just walk around a little bit. Um, haven't been in a while, but, uh, you said it's, it's not, it's not an expense. I I, want to say it's like 130 bucks for two people. So it's, it's nothing, you know, versus, versus a Disney ticket. It's nothing. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, uh, so part two, uh, favorite coaster, Matt. Ooh, um, at Disney World, Everest. I think, I think he does not give that caveat. So, uh, favorite coaster. I'm gonna say Everest at Disney World at Universal. I haven't been on Velocicoaster yet, so I can't really say much about that. But it does look freaking badass. Um, and I've not heard one bad thing about it. But I'm gonna have to say Hagrid's at Universal. Okay. Um, Disneyland. Ooh, I'm gonna say Incredicoaster. Earth. I see some. I see some agreement there. Are you? Are you? Uh... Honestly, man, if I was gonna say between all. Like you know, Disneyland and Disney World, Incredicoaster probably is my favorite roller coaster. You know, if I had to just choose one to ride, it would definitely be that. Um, outside of that, I would probably say um, I like rock and roller coaster. I like the loops. So yeah, okay. Those those, those be my two. All right. How are you, Griffin? Um, my favorite roller coaster at Disney is probably Big Thunder um i just i enjoy like the multiple drops i think it's a great like ride experience um you don't really get thrown around too much i don't really i don't enjoy that as much now um compared to like a couple years ago but your your, um, your body's getting so old you can't take exactly that kind of man now. <laughs> i'm just i'm ancient um i like velocicoaster at universal i think hands down that's the best roller coaster in orlando like the launch system, like, it's incredible. Um, I could ride that countless times and not get tired of it. It's just, it's that good. Um, and then Hagrid's. I, Hagrid's is a really good ride. Um, you get two unique experiences, like sitting in the sidecar and the, and the motorcycle. So that one's really cool. Right, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to go with Irv because I, I kind of, and I, and I wonder if it's because I'm biased because I ride the Incredicoaster more than any of the other ones, but it's, it's, to me, it's my favorite one. Um, I like it that it's outside. I mean, not, not that I'm afraid of the dark by any stretch. Um, I just enjoy the view while you're on it, but I just like, again, I wonder if it's because I get to ride it more than the other ones. Um, I think the one I look forward to the most is Everest when I go to Disney world. Uh, that's the one I want to ride. You know, it's just, it's just a different experience than any of the other Disney coasters. Um, I'm very excited for Tron to me. I think that that might, might take the top notch. I mean, I, I want to see the technology that they're going to put in uh, the guardians. And, and honestly, they're some of my, my favorite movies. So, you know, that obviously could be, you know, so, so things could change coming up, but uh, right now, man, I, I'd say uh, at Disney world, it's definitely Everest. I, I, I enjoy that. So the next one is from track fast, um, our, our uh, giveaway winner. And he wants to know what made you guys fall in love with sneakers, Matt. I think we've I think we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, we could we could run back through it for the, the newer listeners. Um, damn, I don't know how to answer this one. Well, like really made me fall in love with it because I guess because what really drawn me into um, sneakers was uh, Paul Rodriguez because basically I pretty much followed everything. As far as like who he was sponsored by, he was sponsored by like Plan B Skateboards and Nike SB, or S and then Nike SB. And basically, once he got into Nike SB, that was when I like found out about like all the different like, I guess, like colorways and the names of everything. Um, but then back then, like I wasn't really into like Jordans and stuff. But then once I found out about SBs, I was just like, yo, like this is definitely my thing like I love skateboarding and these are dope shoes 
And as soon as I put them on, I was like, yo, these are sick. And then once I found out about like different drops, like almost like every other month, and then it's like a unique colorway. Um, I kind of just like found my thing. Like I love sneakers. <laughs> what you were? Um, I, it's kind of similar to my story, man. I was, when I read the question today, I was trying to figure out the best way to describe it. And I think it came with like, you know, a freedom of expression. Um, I grew up, it wasn't necessarily strict, man, but we had like a lot of rules and I guess I was kind of just drawn to sneakers in general because like, you know, no matter what I did, if the shoes were dope, everybody be like, ah, bro, those shoes are dope. Whether you was at church, when church clothes on, bro, you had school with uniform on, shoes dope, shoes dope. And then um, when I started working, it was kind of like my parents, like you, I pay a bill, then the rest of my check was mine. And I just used to blow it on shoes. I mean, like that Friday, I would go to Foot Locker and buy like three pairs and just like blow it on shoes, man. Um, I remember the first pair that I really like waited for were the Jason Kidd East to West. And I was like a real big um, Brooklyn Nets fan then. And it was just like, you know, kind of like you said, that they're like, oh, bro, some new shoes coming out. Um, I grew up in like the East Bay time. We used to look through the magazine a lot and like circle the shoes. And I don't, I don't know, I guess I just kind of grew up when the sneaker culture get was just really big and it was just like a way to like, you know, like express yourself. And I, I still do now, man. I put on some clothes and not really care about it, but like, bro, my shoe's going to be dope Whether I'm going to check the mailbox, just picking up the kids and, you know, just kind of like a little bit about yourself that you can take everywhere. Well, you Griffin. So like I was, when I was growing up, I was never really like big into sneakers or anything like that um, until I was like, I want to say like 16 or 17. And then it's like, that's when like Air Max started to come back. Like they started doing like Air Max day. And that was like the first like set of silhouettes that I really like followed and then, like, it really exploded for me when it was the Sean Watherspoon uh, 97 ones. Like, that was the first shoe I saw where I was like, that shoe is, like, I, I was like, I have to have it. I still don't, I still don't have it. There's, like, the price for it is way too high now. But, like, that was the first shoe I remember, like, seeing and going, like, that shoe is amazing. Um, and so, like, from that, I started learning, like, the history behind all the Air Max, like, the Air Max 1, which is my favorite silhouette. Air Max 97, Air Max 98, um, and then like slowly like learning about Jordans and everything like that. Um, like that's what really made me like fall in love with shoes is like the history behind them and like the stories that the designers tell with them and, and stuff like that. Like that was really what made me a sneakerhead or as my fiance uh, Shannon calls us uh, shoe spurts is what she called us the other day. She goes, what's it called? A, a, a shoe spurt <laughs> she goes, you have to tell she's like you have to tell them i said that i think we just got a title of the episode <laughs> shoe spurt. <laughs> so uh my story i'll just say what got me back into it um i was out of sneakers for a super long time um and honestly it's nostalgia that brought me back i didn't even realize jordans were retroing you know i had them all you know, one, one, three, four, five, six, seven, twelve. Back when they all first came out, and then I've got a picture of my daughter and I both wearing matching twelves. And uh, I, I hadn't bought another Jordan, you know, and probably it was probably nineteen years between Jordan purchases because I kind of got focused on the kids. And what happened is my son started getting sneakers in high school. He's probably a sophomore, and uh, I'm looking on Goat for some stupid NMDs. Couldn't figure out why I couldn't just go to Foot Locker and buy them. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean? So you start, you get the education and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, they got Jordan threes in here. They got Jordan ones. <laughs> like, wow. So um, it was, it was slow. It was a slow reintroduction for me. You know, I started back in 2017, but it's the nostalgia. I, I you know, I mean, like I said, the, the one and three are my favorite and you can see behind me, that's 90% of what I have. Um, you know, basically shoes, not necessarily that they had all those colorways back then, but you know, the silhouettes that I remember. So to me, it's a nostalgic thing. I like it. And, uh, you know, I, my kids are old enough that, uh, I'm, I'm not taken away from, uh, you know, whatever they're doing this weekend, if I buy myself a, a pair every now and then. So anyway, enough for that. Uh, thanks for the DMs. If you guys want to, uh, hit us up, we've got a sticker on the kicks of the castle, uh, highlights. Um, send us a DM and we'll, uh, we'll get you, get your question on the pod. Um, now it's time for Irv's plant-based option of the week. Every week, Irv makes a plant-based selection for those looking for some options in park food. Irv, man, what do you got for us this week? We are going to go to Rose and Crown Pub. I was, it was nice. supposed to be, um, you know, Nomad Lounge, but that didn't happen. So um, Rose and Crown Pub. The reason I said the pub because of the actual Rose and Crown, they both have the vegan fish and chips, what I'm going to talk about. Um, inside the restaurant is $25 at the pub is 13 bucks. And it's a, a difference of one piece of chicken. So you say like $12, one piece of um, fish and it's um, garden <laughs> fish, chicken bread. I don't, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> you know, what's crazy when I first right, started, wait, wait, wait a minute. So, so they have plant-based fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's Gardein. It's the brand is Gardein. It's Gardein. Gardein. G-A-R-D-E-I-N. Gardein. And Brad, you know what's funny, Brad? When I first started. You're not making this up. I need to Google Gardein. They have it at the grocery store. (laughs) I was so confused about like different types of like, you know, faux meats. And I would people be like, oh yeah, bro, this is chicken, this fish. I'm like, bro, none of that is any of that. You know, it's not chicken, (laughs) it's not fish. But um, I guess it's just the way it's prepared, right? It's basically some kind of either soy or wheat protein, and you cook it like you would prepare right. chicken, or you prepare it like you prepare fish. <laughs> All right, it's a real but, thing. I just looked it up. Yeah, Earth's <laughs> not pulling, pulling, pulling our leg. I got like a bag of the fish in the freezer right now. It's not, <laughs> but um, I'll tell you one thing. I I had a lot of like plant based stuff, but one um like I think it's called like Satan or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like it's that. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> i think it's like s-e-i-t-a-n or something yeah, like that. yeah Cytan, yeah, yeah. it's the texture it's like rubbery yeah i don't eat that too much like either, it. man you know but um shit bro oh the fish and chips <laughs> 13 bucks at the pub instead of going to the restaurant you still get fries with it one less piece of fish um the tartar sauce is plant-based too and it's good, bro. It's fresh. It's good. $13 snack. You can't really beat it. All right. Well, I can tell you what, the fish and chips are one of my favorite things. I have it. I've had it every time I've been there and it's, it does not disappoint. So if you don't want the Gardein, you could actually get the fish and chips. <laughs> don't, don't bogart my section, man. We're talking about plant <laughs> We're bringing back John's meat choice of the week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's carnivore delight. John's carnivore delight. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to hand it back to you, Irv, anyway, because um, it is time for Disney or Dadney. So uh, go go get him. Disney or Dadney, um, Griffin, I know you're a listener, so you know how this goes. Um, the first question, the most important question you can ask any other person, Disneyland or Disney World? 
it has to be Disney World for me. I just I haven't made it out to the West Coast yet, so I have an unfair opinion about it. So, it's, but it's the correct opinion, sir. So you don't even yeah. worry about it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if oh. I can mute Irv. <laughs> I can. Oh my god, I can. <laughs> Wait, now I can't unmute. Now I, oh oh lord. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed it up. All right, Griffin. Um, Nikes or Adidas? Uh, it's Nikes. Goofy or Donald? Probably Goofy. He's just, he's he's a cooler that, that, character. Probably. Come on. They're both good. I, I try and stay in the middle, but it's it's goofy. I don't think I like anybody. I don't think anybody said Donald has there. No man, and I keep throwing it out there, and nobody poor Donald. My, Brad. my dad loves Donald, so if you if you're looking for a Donald fan, he is like the physical embodiment of Donald. So he he loves Donald. And I figure it's like a toss up, right? Because I mean, they are so different in character. But mm-hmm. literally, every time I ask the question, everybody immediately says Goofy. I mean, Donald. I, mean, I don't know. I thought it would get more love. All right, Griffin, would you rather do um park open or park close? Park open. All right. Now, um, would you rather do four nights at Grand Floridian or three nights on the new Disney Wish? Three nights on the Wish. I haven't been on a cruise before, and I've worked at the Grand Floridian. So. All right. Um. Next one. Would you rather get um five general releases or one Nike draw? One Nike draw, easily. I would waste it on the. I would waste it on the Padas. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in time. All right. Um, I had one. I skipped that one. All right. So if you could bring back one of the fireworks, would it be Happily Ever After or Wishes? Wishes. Wishes of the Better Fireworks Show. Happily Ever After is a projection show. I will. I will ha- hold that till the till the end of time. Wishes is a Better Fireworks Show. All right. I'm gonna let you have it because we don't. That's not a part of our segment, <laughs> and I don't want Matt to cut me out. <laughs> I'm gonna get into it, Brad. <laughs> happily ever after is good it's just, i grew up going and seeing wishes so it's that nostalgia thing or if you don't you don't mm-hmm. you don't relate to that <laughs> I, I just don't put so much weight in it because times are consistently changing all right is that, is that it that's it that's disney Disney. all right man well it's time for disney hype trivia matt all right tear them up mm-hmm. so it's gonna be a whole bunch of i guess epcot questions since you work at epcot and just some other stuff but uh all right are you ready yeah. Question number one. Name all Epcot World Pavilions in order. You can Which start one? either way. Okay. Uh, Canada, UK, France, Morocco, Japan, uh, America, Italy, Germany, China, Norway, Mexico. That feels right. Yeah. No, that's right. All right, question start number in Canada. two. Start in Canada, by the way. If you're drinking around the world, start in Canada. Wow, that, that is a hot take. It, it's, it's not hot. That's a cold take. That's that's cold the, no, that is the way to do it. If you start with a margarita, you're done by China. <laughs> that's true. I've, I've done both ways. All right, question number two. How many passengers can fit in a full monorail? I want to say like two like around there if it's like jam-packed it's 360 jesus that's too many people yeah it's a lot <laughs> that's hey, too it's many a covid still thing come on yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right question number three how many adidas models 
the Sean Witherspoon have? He's got and what are they? The Super Turfs, uh, the Super Earths. And he's done the, the like the Stan, not the Stan Smith, the um, the Shelto, or is that the Super Earth? That, that's Super Earth. There's one more. It's three. It's three, but I can't think of the last one. The ZX eight thousand. That's what it was. Question number four: What princesses can you meet at the World Showcase? Used to have the cavalcade, but then you can meet. Well, I guess pre yeah, pre COVID. Uh, yeah, pre COVID. Uh, you, yeah. can meet, you can meet Belle. You can meet the. You can meet Anna and Elsa. You can meet Mulan. Um, you can meet. You can meet. What do you call it? There's none in the. Like, you, you, can meet Snow, you can meet Snow White in Germany. So you got Jasmine in Morocco and uh, Princess Aurora oh, in France. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Question number five. How many people can fit in a Skyliner pod at once? Max. It used to be 10, right? Yep, it's 10. Yeah, 10 and then it's, it's like eight if there's a wheelchair. We're at 10 people? 10 people. Yeah, I, I just found that I've out today. Never, I was like, whoa. I've never seen 10 people in a Skyliner. And if I was trying to like get on the Skyliner, if I saw nine other people in there, it's a no. No, no way. No way. They're I'm, spacious, I'll wait for the next but one. they're not that spacious. All right. Next question. How many G forces does Mission Space pull? The uh, orange, right? Yeah. Is it eight? No, it's 2.5. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm thinking we're really going to space. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Question number seven. Name all the festivals at Epcot. Festival of the Arts. Um, Festival of the Holidays. And Flower Garden. Yep. All right. Question number eight. This is a, a chef question. No. Oh. So while cooking, while cooking, what temperature does chicken have to be to be considered fully cooked? 165 degrees. <laughs> That's right. I, bro, I have a, I, I'm, a, I'm a Traeger guy. I know the answer. <laughs> I have a, I have a little like card that they get. So like we have to know like when state comes around like the temperatures, the the eight like foodborne pathogens, the allergies, all that kind of stuff. So I have like this little like laminated card. It's got all the cooking temperatures. It's got everything. So I. If they ever come and ask me a question, I just whip out my wallet. And I, I, thought, I thought you'd be like a quarterback, and he's got the wrist thing. And he's like flipping up. And... <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yo, man, hey, safe. medium rare, one, one five. Let's go. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's food safe. I don't think they would let that slide. <laughs> All right. Question number nine. True or false? Epcot is bigger than Magic Kingdom. True. It's true. Yeah. It's actually twice the size of Magic Kingdom. And it spans 300 like, acres. You got like two Magic Kingdoms. You got Future World or the remnants of it. And you've got World Showcase. All right. Question, last question. How do you clean a cast iron skillet? Now, okay. So you're not, <laughs> supposed to, you're not supposed to use soap and water on it. But the ones that they produce nowadays, you can. But what, like, I guess the answer you're looking for, you scrape it off with the steel wool. You get all the bits off. You re-oil it wipe that down with a paper towel and stick it in the oven for like an hour on like 400. Uh, you make sure you use a high smoke uh, 
a high smoke point oil like avocado oil or grapeseed oil because those don't smoke to like 500 so if you're going to clean a cast iron you put you bake it you don't you don't clean it with soap and water i didn't even write down the answer for that i just need to <laughs> oh you just want to know <laughs> I, just asked, I guess he's got a skillet downstairs kind of dirty <laughs> And Busy that's tomorrow. it. Can you go over clean it for him? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Thank you All for right, playing man. the well, Disney so, uh, trivia. So Griffin, man, t- tell us about your shoe game, man. What, what, what do you like? What are you What are you into? So, like I other, said, other than okay. those lame Air Maxes, bro, Air Maxes are the best, the best shoe of all time. Air Max One is the best shoe ever. Like, it, there's no comparing it. Um, but like, I so I like Air Max Ones. I like Air Max Ninety Sevens. Um, like growing up, so I played soccer growing up. So I was always like more heavily invested in like soccer cleats um, or like the shoe I wore all the time as a kid just because it's the one my dad like always wore. So I always wanted Sambas, um, like the OGs, the big tongue that you folded over, mm-hmm. gum bottom, like those were my favorite shoes growing up. Like I like Ultra Boost. If I'm going to the parks, Ultra Boost are the shoes that I wear like more times than more often than not, just because they're not going to hurt my feet they're comfy they're gonna go all day you can pretty much wear them with whatever because it's always so hot down here you're always in shorts and a t-shirt anyway you're never like bundling up ready for like winter to come recently i started liking blazers a lot so i've got a couple pairs of those i've like i i admire jordans but i've never owned a jordan that i've been like i want to like i've never owned one to begin with but i've never seen one that i'm like I have to own this other than like the Jordan one low neutral grays. Cause those are just like the, it's another one of those ones that I could wear it with whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll just go with anything. So I'm pretty simple. I like the classics. All right. What's uh, what's uh, coming up that you're interested in anything new on the horizon? The Travis Scott Air Max one, the Brown colorway, not so much the yellow colorway. Um, I like the, uh, so there's like a burgundy Jordan one that's coming out. That's like, I forget what the, the name of it is, but it's like Bordeaux. It's got the silver, yeah, the Bordeaux, the silver swoosh on them. Those look clean. Um, the reverse royals, the they're like deep marine or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Those look good. Um, that's really it, though. That's all I can think of. All right. So uh, let's get into the Disney story. Uh, where where did the where did the Disney passion come from? All right. So when I was a kid, two thousand three. Uh, it was my first ever trip to Disney. Uh, I was five at the time. So we came down and it like my mom had been once as a kid. My dad had come a couple times as a kid, but like they never really started going again until they had me. Um, and I was old enough to like enjoy it, you know. Um, and then ever since that, like we would go every other year until um, I was about 10 or 11. And then I kind of stopped going just because I was in I was in like middle school and high school, so I needed to focus on grades and stay focused on school and stuff like that. Um, and then when I was in, I wanna say I was like a junior in high school, my dad had come down with my little brother and he sends me a text and it's a picture of like these people that, I wanna say it's the Emporium, not, um, not the Emporium, the uh, like the Main Street Bakery. And he's like, oh, this could be you one day. Cause like I had talked about going to culinary school at that point and I like I didn't think anything of it at the time like I still got another year in high school I'm just like yeah like that's cool like that would be fun to do and I found out about the college program when I went to college um and I was like that with my like uh with my university we had to go on an internship um during one of our terms our sophomore year so I got lucky I got to come down here and 
start the college program down here. I got really lucky with where I got put. So I was at the Grand Floridian at 1900 Park Fair going through it. And I'm like, I really like it down here. Like the weather's always nice. I don't have to worry about seasons. Like I met, so I met my fiance on our college programs. Um, we, we started dating and we've been together ever since. So I was like, well, I've got her down here. So if I stay, I've at least got some, like I've got somebody I know down here. And I, like I had met people through work um, who I was, who I became friends with. And I applied to be a full-time cast member and they luckily uh, let me come and work down here full-time. So since 2018, I've been working down here full-time. I got, I've always been real lucky with where I've gotten to work. So nice. after the grand, I went to that, I went to Little Nice. How, how does that work with a transition from college program to full-time employee? Is it, is it, is it kind <clears throat> of seamless or? Yeah. Cause I'm so like, they've already got all your information. Like you're already in their system. They literally just like transfer you from college program to like cook two or cook one is what we have. And then we have chef assistants. So I started out as a cook two and it was, I mean, the biggest problem I had down here was finding a place to live. I, they, I knew everybody like I worked with and they were very helpful. So as far as like the transition from college program to working full time was really, really seamless. Yeah. Like you said. So uh, why don't you tell me about your first day at Disney? How, how, how was that? <clears throat> I want to say on my first day, I was probably late because we, I didn't have a car. So I had to rely on the Disney bus system and that thing sucks. I don't know how it is now. It might be better. But the first day, like I came, it was like an orientation day. And so they introduced me to like the chef. They introduced me to some of the people I'm going to be working with, showed me around the kitchen. And like, that was really cool getting to see like where I'm going to work, all the behind the scenes kind of stuff. It's, it's really like eye opening. Like you never really realize like what's going on backstage as far as like not only just like the kitchens but everything that happens with that like just guests don't see it's really really cool how different is it working at a resort versus working <clears throat> in one of the parks totally different so being on the monorail um line when i worked at the grand and the poly it was like if it rains like get ready because it's gonna get busy because you have everybody leaving the magic kingdom to come try and just like stay out of the rain get dry everything like that and then it's like now that i work in epcot it's like almost the complete opposite is like as soon as it starts raining you get like a little bit of push at the start where like people are just trying to like get in and get some shelter to get out of the rain try and wait it out or you just have people leave everything else it's it's pretty similar like cooking wise like everything like that it's all the same it's the same like not the same kitchens but same kind of equipment everywhere so do they give you a lot of training i mean like you work in a signature restaurant that's 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 a big deal right Yeah, so like you have to go through an interview process. Um, like when you go from like, so I still, like I said, I started out at Cook Two, went to a Cook One. You go through like this interview process where they like they ask you all these questions, like name five mother sauces, name like cooking tips, stuff like that. And you're like you kind of put in where you want to go. We have like a transfer site on our um, employee website, and so I put in a couple. Like I had a chef who I really like looked up to really respected and I was like what do you think I should do and he was like try and go signature if you can he was like I know that like you are cut out for it I know you can handle it so I put in for like La Cellier I put in for a couple other like um like normal restaurants and I put in for a couple other signature restaurants and I mean like like they honestly expect you to know what you're doing when you get there so that part's nice is like they'll show you everything once or twice but after that it's like 
okay, we'll like prove that you deserve to be here essentially. So that part's nice. I really enjoy that part of it is like proving why I deserve to be there and like why I, why I wanted to work there in the first place, you know? Right. I hear it. Well, uh, like I said, we, we kind of touched on it earlier, you know, last month we, we had a, a a slew of Canadians on and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You know, they were kind of gatekeeping the poutine industry. Like, you know, that they, they had, they had a lot, they had a lot to say, although I don't remember any of them saying they actually ate at La Cellier before. So uh, how, how do you feel when they, when you get disrespected like that? I like, it doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> I just, I have a lot of pride in where I work. I have a lot of pride in like the food we serve, like just like I would anywhere. Like if you went to come to a cafe, uh, and said like a certain dish was like garbage that was like us like a signature kind of dish there like I'd be upset like it, it's yeah. the same as like somebody came up to you John and they said oh well, like Jordan 3 suck but they don't own any Jordan 3 <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean um, well, I, well I remember James I think he was wasn't he talking about cheese curds I mean are, are the cheese curds not squeaky it, it, we that? have squeaky cheese curds. I don't know what. Again, he must not have eaten at because the ones in the restaurant are squeaky. Uh, we 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 do everything because it's a signature restaurant. We do everything like by hand, essentially. So we we blend up the cheese curds. We mix them with the cheeses that we serve them with. Like we even with the plant based stuff, we make our own plant based cheese in house. We make our meatballs that we use for our vegan chorizo meatballs in house. Like. That's the difference between like signature and another restaurant is like we do everything. So it's just like because we put all this time into it. That's why I get upset when I hear like oh, I love, oh, I like yeah. the passion. So, so <clears throat> would you say that if Sean Go or James B. Will or L Doggy happens through Canada, maybe they should actually bypass the trinket stand I, and come back and see you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is worth like the money because I Lasselli is not cheap by any means. Like it's an expensive restaurant. I think it's worth the money. I think it's worth the time to go there and like experience the full meal. Well, and honestly, um, have a good steak and you know, try the exactly food. like. The poutine is good. We have a like a signature poutine, which is just like a signature like poutine gravy um, with cheddar cheese curds and cheddar cheese. And then we've got a um, French onion poutine that's um, like a beef pork and yawn gravy. So it's got like mushrooms and bacon and like chunks of beef that we use like scraps and stuff from from the, the fillets and all those cuts. And we serve that with a gruyere and cheddar uh, curd mix. And that one's my favorite because we put like a garlic aioli on top of it. That one's the best. It might not be Canadian, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying but is they need to come back and see you. They need to try it. Exactly. If you All right. don't knock it till you try it. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to pass that on. So, uh, so I'd like to know, so how does working <clears throat> for Disney affect the way you enjoy the parks? Because you literally walk into Epcot every day. Yeah. Like every day I work. So yeah, I work at Epcot. I, I've, there's not been a day in the three years that I've worked for Disney that like I haven't, I, I go to work every day and every single day I'm at work, I walk through a park or a resort or something like that. So it definitely so, like- So on your day off, you're walking through your work. And exactly. I, it, it, so it makes me like appreciate the <clears> other <throat> parks a little bit more. Cause it's like, so I go to Epcot every day that I work and- I don't necessarily want to get like I love Epcot it's a great park I don't want to go there on my days off you know it's like you don't want to bring your work home with you it, it's kind of like 
that mentality I have with it. Like I'll go to Epcot for the festivals when it's the start of the festival or almost the end of it. So it, will, you, it definitely... will you try to do it before or after a shift so you're not going on your day off? Uh, it's harder now because you have to like get a reservation and not having an uh, annual pass definitely yeah, you, affects wait, that. You got, you got to have a reservation to go to the park that you're working in? Yeah, because it it's that's how they control the crowds. Um, otherwise, they, they wouldn't be able to keep track of just how many people are in the parks because we're still not at full capacity. So it it's like it's tough to go like on the days that I'm working just because it's like not having an annual pass. There's a lot of walkouts for cast members, which makes it tough. But I, I find enough time to go once or twice every couple of weeks. So like I'll go on the weekdays. Wednesdays and Thursdays are always like not locked out for us. So those are always easy days to get in. All right, all right, nice. So uh, Magic Kingdom, would that be, you said you hit there today. So what, what is your typical, you know, two, you got two hours, you're going to go enjoy the park, man. Um, uh, that's Magic Kingdom. I'll use that one for the example. I'll, I'll go in, go down Main Street, walk through the Emporium, uh, head over towards Tomorrowland, go ride the TTA, because that's the ride I have to go. Almost every time I go to Magic Kingdom, I have to ride TTA. It's just, it's my favorite ride. Um, get some popcorn, get a Dole Whip, go watch Country Bears, people watch. <laughs> um, that's about it. And then I, Sounds then good I to me. Everyone's like, that was <laughs> Country Bears. <laughs> Country Bears, Tiki Room, uh, Carousel of Progress, any of those. So uh, uh, would you ever see yourself trying to transfer to like uh, Cinderella's or Be Our Guest? Uh, probably not. Is it, is it because you wouldn't want to go to Magic Kingdom every day and, and possibly get bored of that or tired of that? It could be like part of that, but at the same time, it's like, it's just not like I've, I've known people that have worked in those restaurants um, and like what they've told me about it, it's just not like something that sounds like that interesting to me. Like I really, I've been to the Riviera Resort before. I haven't dined at the, the restaurant upstairs. I haven't gone to, I think it's not, is it Topolino's? Topolino's. I haven't gone there yeah. to eat yet, but um, so good. It, yeah, I was like, that would be a restaurant I would want to go work at because it's like it's another signature restaurant. So it's it's like trying to just like keep stepping up for me. Not that those restaurants are necessarily a step down, um, but for me, it's I just want to keep like going up and up in the company and work at the really really high end restaurants. Matt, Matt, you got any you got any questions for Griffin? What is your <clears throat> favorite personal thing to cook? And then what is like a restaurant dish that you like to cook? Like your favorite restaurant dish to cook? Okay. Um, a lot of times I find myself just eating chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. Like that's what we had for dinner tonight. Um, it's, it's simple. It's quick. You pop it in the air fryer. It's always good. Um, but if I want to have like a nice meal, it's usually steak. Um, I'll go get some like nice cuts of steak, do some green beans, do some roasted potatoes, um that's all like if we're i'm trying to like have a fancy meal for like an anniversary or like a birthday or something like that i'll do that um i used to like because the first dish i remember like learning in college was um like chicken marsala so i used to love cooking that that was my favorite thing to cook um but i ended up like eating it a lot so i kind of got burnt out on it but yeah like if i've just it's it's the same thing like i said you like you don't want to bring your work home with you so it's just like almost the last thing I want to do when I get home is cook. So like we eat out, we'll go eat at like restaurants that are like new or places that we like, and we'll get something new at the restaurants. Um, but for a lot of it, it's like, I don't want to go 
home and cook. I've just spent my entire day cooking at work. And it's, I don't want to burn myself out doing it at home too, you know? No, I feel that. Irv, how about you? Got any questions for uh, Griffin? He answered. I was really going to ask him, like, Brad, do you come home and cook? And like, <laughs> it's, it's the thing. It's like, yeah. the, it, not the last thing, because I, again, I love cooking. It's what I do for a living. I, I wouldn't do it if I didn't really love doing it. But yeah, when I get home at the end of the day, I'm like, just kind of like, I just want to relax. I don't want to spend another hour making dinner to like try and do something nice and fancy like every night. So like we do a lot of like pasta, we do chicken, we do stuff like that that's like simple to do. So like marinate the chicken before I go to work or something and then cook it when I get home. I'm, I'm a really, really shitty cook. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. You you invited me over for an impossible burger barbecue and he that's a grill. Barbecue, can grill. barbecue is different. Yeah. Barbecuing is different. I can grill. I can't cook in the kitchen. I don't know. You put me inside those walls and I break down. <laughs> grilling, grilling and barbecuing is very different than like trying to sit there and like cook a fish. It's so much, it's so much different. Because you don't have to like focus on it. Yeah. It makes it easier. Well, usually if you're barbecuing, you got a beer in your hand too, which makes everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, good. I will tell you this. Good cooks drink while they cook <laughs> when you're at home. There you go. All right, man. Well, uh, that, that'll wrap it up. I want to thank you again, Griffin, for joining us. Um, this is the first installment of our Cast Member Appreciation Month, and uh, thanks, thanks for kicking it off with us. Of uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review. We also got the YouTube as well as the podcast. So don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Um, Matt puts that uh, puts together a nice edit on there. Oh, we now yeah. have uh, TikTok. Oh, we have I, a I created the account. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> I haven't posted anything yet, but I created the account. So let's go. Be on the lookout for that. All right. TikTok content content coming soon. So all right. John so. has to now make a TikTok account. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> we are Kicks the Castle. You can find us on Instagram and apparently TikTok. <laughs> don't, don't forget to tag us and use the hashtag kicks at the castle my name is john you can find me on instagram at weekends of all griffin how can they find you uh you can find me roman epcot uh and chef whites or you can find me on instagram at griffin pile g-r-i-f-f-i-n-p-y-l-e all right or how can the listeners find you um i'm still on instagram at main street dad and um Probably gonna have these patterns on every day. So if you want to see them, just check them out. <laughs> I do. I want to see them. I'll be looking Quit bragging. Quit bragging. <laughs> All right, Matt. How can the people hit you up? All right, you can find me at the Disney Hype Beast or TDHP Shop. All right, that was the episode twenty-seven, and we are out. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.